And welcome to another installment of Gem Girls, the cartoon hate watch podcast where we take you on a winding journey up in the guts of the subpar 80s animation multiverse. I'm Hakuna Matides. And I'm Orifice Jones. And today we will be falling into the psychological and metaphysical nightmare that is Gem Season 2, Episode 6, The Fanny. Apart from this episode being an expose on the psychological manipulation and abuse Jem is subjected to on a daily basis, it's also another <laughs> Beth Bornstein episode. So strap yourselves in, because will this be another Bornstein bungle? <laughs> or will Beth, Borth, finally demonstrate that she is worthy at a seat at the table? An invite to our Gem Jam. Um, I don't know if she'll ever be worthy of an invite to our gem jam. But those yeah, I don't pretty- want her. I don't want her sitting next to me at the table. You know what I mean, like Borth. Yeah, I can sit on like the end at the head of the table, and she can sit. Yeah, she like, can be in like a, a separate away. room. Um, maybe like another party that's happening simultaneously as our party. Yeah, like we share the same time, but not the same space. Thank you. Perfect. Well done. Yeah, um, so <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, we will be able to answer those questions you just asked very soon. But let's give y'all, our listeners, listener, singular? Yeah, singular. Let's be real. Let's be real here. Um, a quick rundown on this episode. So according to our internet overlords at Google, this Praise is... <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Goo. <laughs> <laughs> can we recover from that i don't know i don't know i just i wanted to say like that should totally be a thing but i was like in what <laughs> context yeah there's no use for that in the real world really nope i was like halagooglia but that's a stretch what um anyway outside of that one moment it's not gonna work Um, So according to those bitches, this is the one where a rich fan kidnaps Jem and takes her to a duplicate of Starlight Mansion, hoping to figure out her true identity. Okay, well, I'm going to, like, you know, fucking call out our jujules over here. It's not quite what happens, but whatever. Yeah. Do you think? True. I mean, like, it's not quite a, a rich fan. It's like a rich fan being extorted by the general villains of the show. Yeah. Um, But... Will this lead to the revealing the reveal of Jem's true identity? Probably not, because we know how this show operates. But <laughs> we could use another episode of hijinks related to this quite overplayed topic, IMO. So uh, let's dive into this mother trucker. Dive into this Borth. Um, and we open... Borth. <laughs> It's just, I feel like Beth Bornstein's true name is Borth. You know what I mean? Like, she's not really a person. She's some sort of interdimensional entity solely known as Borth. Borth. 
I was going to say that's really unflattering that you think her real name is Borth, but when you describe it like that, it's awesome. It's awesome, but still unflattering, which is like Beth <laughs> Bornstein's whole vibe, you know? All right. Like you, like uh, to, you like to talk shit, but you know her name's Borth. Yeah, like <laughs> those in glass houses, you know what they say. Um, I actually don't understand that, but let's go on. Um, <laughs> so the misfits are chilling, listening to their own music, which is like such a mood. I kind of respected it to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pizzazz finds an ad in the newspaper. I also want to point out, I think all of like their chilling wear is pretty great. You got Pizzazz in like a blue mini dress with a leather coat over it. Stormer's just like serving me Freddy Cougar realness. Yeah, Stormer looked great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Pizzazz is reading the paper and she finds an ad that says someone is going to offer a million dollars to find out the identity of Jim. And it's signed, an extremely desperate fan. <laughs> and I really enjoy how they all go, ugh, at that tagline because it's just so despy. Yeah, um, it's probably not the best thing in the world to call yourself desperate. Like, it's, just just, so it's not even just desperate. It's extremely <laughs> desperate. Like, he added that adjective. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Desperate doesn't sound desperate <laughs> enough. I better add extremely. Um, and I like how Roxy kind of um, drags him, and he's, like, not accounting for taste, you know? Like, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that he's the biggest fan. And this is a grown-ass man, we come to learn. Um, Who has... We're not there yet because they go to this person's house. Somehow they find his house through that ad, which seems a little bit strange that someone would put uh, their address in a newspaper ad. But regardless, that's what that guy did, maybe. Um, And they go to the door and they ring the bell and he has a gem, truly outrageous doorbell. And in this moment, I was like, is Borth a precog and like commenting on GemCon? Like people's weird obsession with this show? (laughs) We're really trying to have zero listeners, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just it really lend itself to a commentary on GemCon. I mean, yes. I, I did think like, okay, when I think of this show, I think about how fucked up in the head so many of the characters are or become. And like this guy in particular, Prescott, Fitzgerald or something like that. Prescott Day Wentworth III, and <laughs> I thought his name was Fresca when I first heard it, so I did refer to him as Fresca throughout my notes the entire time. Fresca, Fresca Day Wentworth III, which I actually like a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, that's way better than Prescott. That's way too white. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking to myself, like, this poor, like, 40-year-old man who's obsessed with gem and, like, has plays her music and has pictures of her all over her walls. And I'm like, oh, wait, I know a bunch of people. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you have all this disposable income. You're spending it on gem-related things. Like, we've seen this. This exists in the real world. Like, no no tea, no shade. It's just it happens, you know? It it does happen. And, like, we are devoting a lot of our life to talking about it. Yeah, I mean, like, hashtag samesies, TBH. Like, we're, we're, we're part of that mess. 
Um, but anyway, I kind of got like strong pedo energy from this guy because he's like mad creepy. Like not like scary pedo in a van, but like Michael Jackson, like creepy arrested development type. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought like when he was first going down the stairs, I was like, ooh, this boy's kind of cute. And then throughout the episode, I was like, oh, okay, maybe not so much because like, yeah, you're pretty fucked in the head. I, d- <laughs> I thought his outfit from afar looked pretty good. Uh, and then it all like kind of, you know, went downhill after that. Yeah, um, I was not a huge fan of him. But he wasn't, like, the worst. He was just so whiny and child childlike. Um, so basically, the pizzazz, the pizzazz, the misfits. The, the pizzazz. I actually like that better. It's like a drag queen name. <laughs> um, so pizzazz and the misfits come in. And basically, he, like, runs down the stairs. And he's, like, super excited to see them. And, like has a stack of money and he's like, oh, please tell me, please tell me, you know who she is. And the misfits are like, we don't actually have that information. We just want you to fund our entire plan to figure out who she really is. Yeah, so they're basically extorting him for a quote unquote operation. Um, <laughs> and he's like, he had kind of, a, he's a hesitant and he kind of agrees, but he's like, you know, as long as, like, no one gets hurt. And Roxy has this line, us? Hurt anyone? <laughs> and I was just like, yo, Fresca, have you ever heard of the Misfits? <laughs> like, come on. This is their whole MO. Hurting people. Yeah, and as Jem's biggest fan, he should definitely know her mortal enemies. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or at least, her like, her homicidal rivals. Right. Exactly. So... Anyways, but um, we cut to i guess like the exterior of starlight music and it's a uh, gem Wait, is kind of like oh, not on. before not before he has a temp- temper tantrum like a toddler okay. he, he has one already wow okay okay yeah he, he like whines and stomps his feet <laughs> uh but anyway we go to starlight music or starlight and- mansion uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's Starlight Music, um, okay. because, or, or, or it's Jem going about town. It's Jem in an urban setting kind of thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and she basically gets into some random ass limo only because the person says like, oh, Kimber sent it. She's like, oh, okay. Like, sure, 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 sure. Gets in. And this was the first one where I was like, girl, like, don't you learn? Like, you shouldn't, one, get into strange cars, not knowing anything beforehand. And, like, two, like, everyone's out to get you constantly. Um, yeah. And even throughout this car ride, she's sitting there, and she's like, uh, hey, like, you know, where are we going? This doesn't look like the, the way to get back to my house. And the driver goes like, uh, it's a shortcut. <laughs> and then says something to the effect of, like, oh, like, yeah, like, you know, I picked you up for your birthday. And Jim's like... Yeah, but it's not even my birthday. And it's like, bitch, follow along. This is a trap. Yeah, for sure. Um, And yeah, she was just so stupid in that scene. It was almost unbelievable how she doesn't seem to be able to learn, like you said. Also, the, the cab driver or the limo driver has a good read on her because she says, like, oh, it's not even my birthday. And he's like, well, uh, when is your birthday? And she says, like, I don't know, like, June 2nd. And he's June like, oh, 1st. June 1st, June 1st. Um, and he's like, oh, a Gemini, two-faced <laughs> Gemini or split personality or something like that. 
Uh, and it was it was a good moment of Jem's like, yeah, I guess. And this evil limo driver is really just like pointing out like, yeah, two-faced bitch, I, I see you. Okay, but like the whole thing is like, how could she not at that moment be like, oh, clearly he's trying to figure out my identity. Yeah, I again, because we've gone through at least like four episodes of this exact topic, you'd think <laughs> Jem would be a little bit more savvy to when people are trying to pick up personal details of her, hers. Uh, but uh, not quite, not quite. Um, so they pull up to the Starlight House and basically a gaggle of orphans. Uh, come to pull her in and wish her happy birthday. And again, Jem Who is like... Who look like orphans we've seen before, but like not quite, which I like yeah. that touch. It was like an Ashley lookalike and a, I don't know, like, I, I, I apologize, but like the little black orphan, whatever her name is, Kimmy? <laughs> Chrissy. Chrissy, Chrissy. That's so racist, Michael. How it's super you? racist, I know. It's just like, I really only know one of their names. No, I know Bonnie and I know Ashley. Because um, one bitch has no eyes, one bitch has a fucking skunk on her head, so. Well, well, <laughs> the one thing I like about that, um, the fact that the orphans look slightly off, is that the actual holograms look identical. But it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Jem won't really pay attention to the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> we can make them slightly off and she won't even notice. Dude, so true and she doesn't. Me and Jeb are on the same page here. Like, we don't know what the fuck their names are. Oh, yes. It's you, the other vaguely oh, hey. uh, beige one. Yeah, you're... I've seen you before. <laughs> I just see a blurry, like, swish of uh, beige and yellow. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I My eyesight doesn't allow for seeing any, anyone younger than, like, 16. I just see you as a, a valuable, free asset. <laughs> To do all the things I don't want to do around the house. Yeah, it's easier for me when you die of exhaustion like that, you know? Um, so I know this is jumping the gun a little bit early, but, like, the misfits we discover um, are behind this, and these are all actors. But I just bring this up now because with the orphans, how have they, like, stalked them so much that they could remember the exact look of the orphans? Yeah, and also they, like, got <laughs> child actors to, like, get in on this, which is also or, a whole other thing. Or little people. Like. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, which, I mean, you know, give individuals with dwarfism, like, acting jobs, of course, here for that. But less so when it's for purely deceptive reasons. Yeah, we don't like deception, I guess. Yeah, actually, eh. Deception's kind of hot. The word deception is great. Deception as a word, great word. It really has every syllable you want in there. Um, that should be your son's name, Deception Jones. Deception Jones. Ooh, with my real last name, it would sound even better. Yeah. Indeed. But we won't say that. Because, we won't say you know, that. <laughs> hashtag under wraps, baby. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, so Jem's being heralded in, inside Starlight Mansion by these, like, sort of orphans. May or may not be little people and actually adults. We don't know. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, oh, we're throwing you a birthday party. dun na 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 And Jem's like, yeah, but, like, it's not my birthday. Like, what is happening? And everyone's insisting that it is. And eventually it gets to a point where Jem is like, okay, like, I can't handle this nonsense. Like, I'm going to go fucking take a nap and, uh, like, shake it off. And I do want to point out, Jem is wearing, like, these, like, red pants with little stars on them. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I like the pants. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she had good pants. Good pants, good pants. But like, bitch cannot take a nap. Well, she was having, she was writhing around. Yeah, bitches is like throwing fits in this nap. <laughs> She's like, I don't know, like a, a starfish wiggling on the sand and punching people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punching people, punching the pillow, like, <laughs> like fist. I was going to say fist stomping, which isn't quite a thing, but she was doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, she was having a nightmare. Um, right, and that cues the actual song, Nightmare. And of all the Gem the Hologram songs, this one's pretty iconic. So I don't even mind that it's a rerun. Um, well, this is the first time we hear the song in the series. Is it? Yeah, because it doesn't come back until Alone Again, which is later. Really? Oh, I thought we've already heard Nightmare. Maybe we have, but then that would be. I mean... feel like we must have. Yeah, it's a great song, though. It's, it's iconic. Iconic. Exactly. Which we get an eyeball moment and like our girl Borth, you know, she might not be <laughs> on the round eyeball table, but she has her moments because we get a nice a door that turns Ooh. into an hourglass that turns into an eyeball. It's some good shit. You said she not might be at the round eyeball table. Yeah, like, you know, you have, like, Arthur in the round table and his knights. You got the Lord of Eyeballs and his eyeball round table and his uh, his gemissaries. Like, okay, Chris Marx just... is up there. I needed to clarify that with you. No Clar- uh, clarify, you know. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, totally. I, I, I just jujuled it. And you're right. This is the first time it, it appears. Um, so yeah, the floating door is spinning and out, spinning into an hourglass, spinning into an eyeball, and then she's trapped in an hourglass, and there are a lot of sheets floating around, right, a lot yeah, of circling yeah, yeah. heads. Oh well, yeah, um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things twirling through some sort of dark abyss. Right, which is pretty awful, I guess. If I were, like, yeah. lying there in a... In an hourglass with a bunch of spinning heads around me. Yeah, <laughs> it's eyeballs. like I'd yeah, be terrified. Like, I would be terrified. It makes sense why this bitch can't sleep for shit because <laughs> that's what's running through her head right now. <laughs> um. So basically, she is awakened by Rio, who is straight up just staring at her like a creeper. <laughs> yeah, and he just walks into her bedroom as if that's something that he does like as if they have sex which i do not believe zero percent they do um and then he says to her in a creepily voice like are you all right i heard you screaming so i came (laughs) to check up on you it's like what yeah we also actually never find out who this fake rio is either this like random dude who's watching her sleep i know that like that seemed to be if you were to cast someone to be a spy on Jem, like I feel like the people you would get would be mad creeps, like yeah, yeah, stalkerish, yeah, yeah. like cannibal vibes. 
Yeah, yeah. Which, this was giving me, although I gotta say, I did like his brown jacket. I thought that was a cool, I thought he looked good. Yeah, he did look good because he wasn't Rio. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you got it, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, the Rio, the real one, just gives off such a fucking Rio vibe that I can't yeah. be here for him no matter what. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So even even a fake Rio is just, it's better inherently because he's not the real Rio. <laughs> exactly. Um, so basically he comes in and like in this scene, I wonder, like, is this the longest she's ever stayed as Jem? Like, it's just, it's interesting to me. Like, I know for the purpose of the show, she doesn't switch back in this episode. But, like, real Jem would have switched back, like, ages ago. That is true. Like, she would have switched back, like, to go take her fucking nap or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, um, I guess, like, I mean, I'm not going to call it a Bornstein bungle, because it's not <laughs> quite, it's not as a, egregious a bungle as we've seen in, a, in the past. I would say it's more of a Bornstein fumble. <laughs> like she fumbled it like you know it's a little bit of a narrative fumble i won't hold it to her my girl i born. feel like it's done intentionally but usually they have like one sentence like a throwaway line that explains away why they're doing something uh that doesn't make any sense um yeah she should, yeah, yeah, should have yeah, at yeah, least yeah. done that <laughs> true true but borth is leaving it up to her imagination it's open for interpretation Thanks, Borth. <laughs> Thanks, Borth. <laughs> Anyways, Rio, in this exchange, tells Jem, like, oh, I know your identity or something to that effect. Uh, and that's when Jem kind of freaks out, like, you know my identity? He's like, yeah, of course I do. We got to commercial because obviously, like, this is some crazy ass news. We come back yeah. and Jem is still, she's mad tripping about the whole Rio thing. Uh, but then some nameless orphans come through uh and this is like also where i noticed like this fake ashley does not sound like normal ashley <laughs> like jim catch a hint dude yeah but jim doesn't hear orphan voices either true uh, true you she can't see she... nor hear orphans yeah yeah exactly <laughs> she just surrounds herself with them to make herself look good right 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 and like you know the economical uh reasons yeah exactly uh, <laughs> Uh, and then we, so she's ushered into this other room where we get lesbian crush videos here mm-hmm. for Jem's quote unquote birthday tape. Um, <laughs> and video plugs in this tape cause it's a VHS. So you actually have to physically push something in and it's the Jem story with Jem as a baby who I have to point out, like this baby is wearing like a lot of fucking makeup. So yeah. I don't know. Who painted this baby's face? But she's looking like I don't want to say a slut baby, but that baby's looking a little slutty. Yeah, um, super slut baby. And I think Like sexy baby, sexy baby, maybe more appropriate. Yeah, I think it's the diaper that really sold it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it always does though, it always does. <laughs> um, they have her as a toddler, and then they have her mom there, and basically they're telling her like this narrative of her life that is like not factual. Um, they have Gemma age eight. I like, I really like this part actually. They're like, here's Gemma age eight who already learned to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. 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 They're really like laid on thick of like, you duplicitous bitch. Right. 
Uh, also, like, the, she has naturally pink hair. I like, like, like the baby, <laughs> like, the pink hair. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> like, yeah, no one pink- has pink hair, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what Jem was thinking as she was watching this. She's like, why do I have pink hair? Why, like, does this mom just look like me? Like, my mom's dead. Like, my mom's a holographic <laughs> yeah. computer sex bot sex right, ghost right, right. Bot, sex ghost you know? sex ghost sex phantom um <laughs> which at this point i was like yo bitch like you're losing your mind just roll with it like if you're ever presented in this like mad surreal situation just gotta like gotta roll the punches either one you've gone insane or two it's some sort of elaborate scheme yeah and you should know by now that it's probably a scheme yeah judging by like your past your yeah your own personal history um, so basically, Jem jumps up and like grabs the video out of the player, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, I feel like I'm going crazy." And basically, like, there's this weird moment with, with a video who's being like a super sad girlfriend, being like, "Why yeah, don't Jem? Yeah, you yeah. could have just admit- admitted that you didn't like the video." Um, not that you hate, you know, that you should have just admitted that you hated it, like implying that it really hurt her feelings. I think video is too thirsty. And I like that even the misfits know that about her. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a fucking open secret. Like I feel like video <laughs> has videos about her like wanting Jim. Like she probably <laughs> vlogs in her basement about, you know, wanting to like get up in those guts. Um, right. The question is though, so earlier, like, um, Jem called Kimber her sister or like something to that effect. Like she said, like, you're my sister. Like you should know when my birthday is or something like that. And then fake Kimber replied with like, oh, but who's your sister? And it's like, like what? <laughs> like shouldn't everyone in here have realized like you basically just, or no, I think Jem said something to the effect of shouldn't my sister know when my birthday is? And it's mm. like, okay, like there's some there's some context here. Get it together, <laughs> people. She basically just revealed it, but I guess you need it literally spelled out. Yeah. Um I thought I had hallucinated her revealing that Kimber was her sister. Like I thought, oh no, this is so stupid. It must not have happened. But I guess it like, did I, happen. I don't think it I, I I don't think it happened to as explicitly of Jem saying, You're my sister, you should know my birthday. I think she's like says it in a curvaceous way where it could be misconstrued curvaceous yes um where it could be misconstrued like she meant the person who is her sister should know her birthday but she's speaking to kimber (laughs) while kimber is throwing her a birthday party like she obviously directed it at her anyways And no one picked up on it. No yeah, one like, picked it up. No one picked it up. I do enjoy how intricate and mindfucky this whole operation is, though. I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, it's really twisted and, like, such a waste of money and time. But, like, and but not effort. their money. Not their money. So I, I, I enjoy that part. Yeah, they're just extorting this guy. This, like, mentally delayed old man not old but like grown like mid 20s there yeah he's definitely yeah. a grown ass man uh, um yeah this grown and this man is child grown man child yes exactly uh and this is where we learn officially that everyone here is an actor and they're all on a set uh aja is being played by some english lady to which i was like wouldn't jem notice that aja <laughs> is an asian but whatever 
I guess you can, yeah, you can have an, an Asian British person that that's, that maybe that checks out. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, I just feel like, uh, I, like I, I don't want to say it, but I'm pretty sure in this like elaborate scheme, they got some English lady, like, you know, taped her eyes to be more almond shaped and called it a day. Uh, yeah. And Jem, again, not really very perceptive. Yeah, but she is perceptive enough to be like, uh, why are you guys, meaning the holograms, including Kimber, acting like you don't know who I am? Because they're all like, so who were you really? Like, who were you when you grew up? Who is your true identity? Like, yeah, yeah, super yeah. Super bait about it. Super uh, meanwhile, bait. if you had done nothing but like pick her up and say hi, she would have been like shows over synergy and just been herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But anyway, as we're as we're back in the uh, the behind the scenes, this is where we get to who is she anyways, which this one is definitely a repeat song. We've we've heard this one before. Uh, Because again, we've been through basically this episode before. That's why the song fits very well. Um, Also, the beat that opens the song, I'm pretty sure is like I can't remember it right now, but it sounds like like another very like it's definitely a song from the '80s that them. Like, it sounds like it's ripped from. Well, I'll, I'll maybe play the intro for the listener and they can maybe ascertain what song is it's it ripped maybe from. My Sharona? Yes! Yeah. Yes, it is! Dude, yeah. you got it. You got it. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised I even remember the beginning of uh, Who Is She? But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, killed it. Jamal just up in her. It's got it on lock. <laughs> video in this iteration of the song pizzazz is like tearing posters of gem um and just you know being pizzazz there's nothing really great about this music video yeah it's basically them like watching the screens or singing at the screens that are watching gem and they're all chilling on a couch and it's there's not much to it it's 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 the setting that we we just went into to music, uh, and that's basically it. Yeah, basically. Um, Though so basically, when we yeah. cut back to like out of the song, we hear the actress playing Shayna, who <laughs> IMO is definitely being played by some sort of half man half frog creature. Uh, <laughs> Because she says this like gravelly voice, like "Come on, we could have, we could get one more chance," kind of thing. Where I was like, "Whoa, bitch is smoking six packs a day is definitely amphibious." Call out, you guys. Yeah, we're doing our best. Just give us one more chance. All right, but this is it. It's so true. I I had written that like, why do all of them sound so grizzled? Um, and I guess I was talking yeah. about Shayna. <laughs> yeah, because Shayna sounds rough, dude. Uh, and, you know, maybe these, this could be a, like a, a down-on-their-luck acting troupe 
slash homeless people, but we don't really know. But uh, Shayna, she don't sound so good. Yeah, no, she does not. And um, basically, like at this point, all the imposters who are being berated by Pizzazz for kind of Bornstein bungling everything. <laughs> uh- <laughs> nice. We got we to gotta shoehorn them in wherever we can get them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm doing the Lord of Eyeballs work here. Exactly. You really are. Hala, well, ha- Fuck, I can't do it. It was that Hala googly eye? That does not work. It does not. And it's also not what I said previously. But I like it. Hala googly eye? Hala goo. Hella goo. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, basically they're like, listen, we've been working our asses off impersonating these people. We're wearing like these weird silicone face suits. Dude, face no, masks. it's actually super creepy because <laughs> the rest of them are just wearing wigs, except for the actress who's playing Rhea, who's legit just wearing like a, like an actual face. And she takes off her face, and it's super creepy. Uh, I, I didn't know how to feel about it um, in the slightest. The skin tone doesn't change, so you imagine she's of Latin descent maybe as well. But, like, she, like, Mission Impossible, peel, like, peels the face off. It, it ain't yeah. cute. <laughs> like, very delicate, like a filet or something. Like, cutting a fish, you know, with a... Yeah, 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 exactly, very exactly. fine knife. Um, that's some good handiwork right there. It's, yeah, you know, they really put the money in, uh, Fresca's money, Prescott, whatever his name is. <laughs> they really put it to good use. They, they didn't skimp on the face masks. No, they, no. they're not even face masks. They're, ah, I don't know what you call these, but they, they didn't like, skimp on the faces. Skin suits. Skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so basically they're just like, Listen, I want my money. I want to get paid. And Pizzazz says, if you don't get her real name, then you don't get a dime. Which, like, I respect that. Yeah, dude. She's a business lady. She Like, they all came to, you know, terms of agreement kind of thing. Stick to it. Maybe they didn't. But if those people didn't get in, in writing, like, they need to get paid otherwise, then that's their fault. Yeah, and Rhea is basically like, we rehearsed such a long time and you promised money no matter what. And Pizzazz says, put your face back on and get back to work. (laughs) Iconic. Iconic. A thousand drag queens have heard that before. (laughs) Like, shut up. Put your face on. Put your fucking face back on and get back on stage. (laughs) And they're like, dancing through the tears <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> who who child um, um who child then we cut to uh band practice and this is where the real holograms are playing and they were realizing like, okay, like where is jim she's not here for a jam uh mm-hmm. and they're catching wind like something's going down here because like uh kimber was like oh like i was supposed to pick her up but she wasn't actually there i thought she would just like make herself she would make her own way back because she be she knows we have practice and then we cut to the fake squad and they don't want to do band practice despite Jim insisting because, you know, they can't play for shit. I like how fake Aja is dumb as fuck and can't hold the guitar in the right way. Or maybe she like doesn't know Aja's left hand or some shit. Anyways, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a moment. And Jim is like, you're acting like you can't even read music. Uh, and I enjoy 
how fake Kimber's response is to just pass the fuck out and <laughs> fake amnesia. Like, full soap opera. I really enjoyed it. Um, and when she comes to, because Jem rushes over to her side to check on her, she's like, Kimber wakes up and is like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. recognize who you really are. <laughs> she's laying it on thick, double C. Uh, and... Jem was, like, about to, like, you know, like, give the goods when a Jerrica Benton walks through the door and kind of ruins the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we cut to commercial, and then we come back, and Pizzazz is freaking out because she, one, says fake Jerrica is, like, two hours late. Like, where has this bitch fucking been? In part two, she ruined the whole, like, reveal setup we just got going here. Mm-hmm. Uh... So I, I just kind of appreciated the fake Jericho as like hella late. Prescott, in this moment, he's getting cold feet. Uh, but he's certainly not in the driver's seat anymore. And everyone's just like, you know, shut the fuck up. Like, we're going to do our own thing right now. Yeah, they eventually lock him in a closet. <laughs> right, right. Which, like, I mean, super, super subtext right there. Again, for all my uh, Gemcon homos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as this is happening, the holograms are like, oh, okay... Let's use Synergy to find out where Jem is, because she will know for whatever reason. And <laughs> well, she's always with Jem. Right, right. Via via this like the um, the little earrings that she's got. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Synergy, all knowing Synergy, is basically like, yo, our girl Jem is at an exact replica of Starlight Music. And this is where I was like, I don't know, dude. Synergy is basically Skynet. Like, that bitch can monitor everything at all times. Uh, and she even says, like, creepily, like, oh, like, yeah, I can lead you to her. And it's like, all right, Synergy, you're, I, I, I like what you're bringing me here, but it's making me very unsettled. Yeah, but also, why didn't she try to contact them through Kimber? Like, why doesn't Kimber get some sort of portal to Synergy? Well, Why can't because, she convene with her? Well, we because, know the answer. Yeah, we know the answer. Skimper is a second-rate Benton. <laughs> she's not even a real Benton. Maybe that's the story. That's like, probably she's born it. In a, an affair. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like her father always hated her for it. Mm, hmm Ooh, nice. That's a good. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll excavate that one. Um. So yeah, basically, synergy is like she is vulnerable to revealing her real identity to these people and basically they're like well why don't you just tell her directly what's happening which is a fair point such a good example an example of when they use a throwaway sentence to just explain away something that doesn't make any sense because synergy is like oh it's being monitored by hidden cameras it's too dangerous but like does synergy need to project herself yeah, I feel like Synergy could again? just, she could just, like, voice, she's done it before, she could, like, voice her voice um, through the earrings, but maybe she's afraid that then that'll be picked up by the cameras, and then, uh, you know, a critical eye will be like, where was that voice coming from? It's coming from the earring. Mm. Although, we've also been through the circumstance where they realize <laughs> the earrings are central to something, and I guess they just drop, they've forgotten that entirely. Anyways, 
It's a Borth, you know, dude? We're just Borthing through this. Let's keep going. I think she did the other episode, well, one of the other episodes about Oh, Adventure topic. in China. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a real um, bungle. <laughs> this is her take two, her uh, attempt at a redemption. Right, right, right. And she almost gets there. Um, yeah, she does. Yeah, almost, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, this is where they get, uh, they throw Prescott in a, in a closet and that was like, like, wow, this is a hardcore Gem Con critique. Because as we all know, gay men make up a huge fucking population of Gem Con. Um, yeah, it's really the silencing of the gay Gem fan that um, so many of us in the Gemosphere have to go through. Not, not me, but like... Well, I mean, not me either, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's before my time. Um, yeah, basically, um, he starts screaming and pounding on the thing and like whimpering and whining. So you think something like sexual is happening. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Although you could argue this is potentially a commentary on all the little boys who were super into gem, but heteronormative society slash their heteronormative Mm. parents were like no you can't like jim you gotta fucking like gi joe you get in that closet you fucking don't tell me this bullshit about your girl rock lamb group and you get straight to it wow you know what that's the truest thing i've ever heard yeah it's like it's true it's like super dark and like probably true i actually i remember when i was in kindergarten Obviously, I was obsessed with fucking Sailor Moon. I would, like, look forward to every day Sailor Moon coming on. Aww. It would come on around, like, 2.30 or 3 or whatever. I was mad obsessed. And when I went to kindergarten, all the girls loved Sailor Moon. And then we got into this, like, weird boys versus girls. The girls were saying Sailor Moon was the best. All the boys were saying Dudley the Dragon was the best, which, like... Dudley the Dragon? Yeah, like, no shade Dudley the Dragon. It does not hold a candle to fucking Sailor Moon, though. <laughs> all I gotta say about it. But then me, and and I remember in that moment, like, vividly, it must have been the very first moment of my inner tension of, like, oh, like, I guess I like shit that girls like, where I, like, I, like, I, I agreed with the boys, but very half-heartedly, and in my <laughs> heart, I was like, no, Sailor Moon's the best. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah, painful. it was, it was, like, a real thing, and I was, like, I, for, it, it stuck with me to this day. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's I really mean, not. but I'm, it's not, I'm no, sorry it's not, the for... fucking, it's not the saddest thing ever. Like, it's it's fine. Um, no, no, no. But it's like, oh, like yeah, also, it, like those little boys had terrible taste. Dudley dude, the dragon, it didn't Dudley the up. fucking dragon. Like, it's a fucking like kids show. At least Sailor Moon was transgressive and like had some bad bitches fighting demons. Uh, yeah, and some like guy on guy action, which the North American dub tried to discover way. In actually various situations, there's a guy-on-guy relationship that they scrubbed away, which is one of my favorite elements of the whole series, because it's two demon lords who have loved each other for, like, thousands of years. Sailor Moon comes through, kills one of them, (gasps) and they have this, like, intense scene where one is dying in the other's arms, and the one who's alive transports them to, like, this, like, magical field so they can share this, like, dying last moment. And despite the fact that they were villains, like, I was watching, I was like, yo, fuck you, Sailor Moon, for coming in here and ruining the relationship. But also, then there's two Sailor Scouts who are lesbians, and in the North American dub, they make them cousins, like, hashtag kissing cousins. Ah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Sailor Moon, oh, I mean, everyone knows, queer icon. 
Um, but little did I know, like, five-year-old me was also like, yo, queer icon, respect. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That really speaks to your taste. Um, Sailor Moon, little boy Michael. Yeah, little boy Michael, like, honestly, very similar to, to like, taste to adult boy Michael. <laughs> TBH, yeah. Very little has changed. Um, um, anyways, so... This is where the holograms start making their way uh, to fake, like fake starlight, because Synergy is giving them like the the roadmap. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is where we also get a great scene where Jen is like, "Oh, I'll go find Synergy to find all of the answers here." Still not cluing in, she may not be where she thinks she is, and dumbass bitch walks into a motherfucking wall, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I loved. And she walks so hard that she knocks herself out. Yeah, it's like, bitch, how like how fiercely <laughs> do you walk? <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have time to waste. We know Jerrica Benton. Yeah, 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 yeah. She got no time for shit. She got no time for orphans. <laughs> she got no time for, for regular walking. Bitch is a speed walker. I'm just going to, like, speed walk through this wall. Stomp through this wall. Yeah, she's a gay man on, like, several iced coffees. Uh, <laughs> walking through the world. Um... So she gets knocked in the head, and she awakens to herself in a hospital. And this is actually a pretty good ploy, because she awakens up to, like, all of her friends around her, and they're all like, yeah, you know, we found you, and these people were doing some fake-ass business. We're your real homies. Like, don't worry about it. And she's about to, like, change back into Jerbear, and then the real ones come through in the nick of time. In the nick of time. In the nick of time. In the nickel back of time. <laughs> there should be a movie where Nickelback travels through time called that. In the nickel back of time. Um, <laughs> I watched that. I swear to God I would. It could be called In the Nick Brackets Old Back. Old Back of, obviously, Jocelyn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we established that when we spoke it, but whatever. I'm sure there's a movie with Nick Jonas called In the Nick of Time. Uh, there probably is, like, yeah, some, <laughs> some Nickelodeon movie when he was, like, 14. Exactly. Um, I, I would I, not watch that. I went on Disney Plus, and one of their headliner movies was Drumline with Nick Cannon. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why? <laughs> one, this movie came out, like, 20 years ago. Two, it's not that good of a movie. Like, who are no. you selling this to, Drumline? Not me. Fuck, know what movie was really good, though? And I don't think a Disney movie, Good Burger. Oh, dude, Good Burger's fucking classic. Yeah, Good Burger's a good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I hate did I have the Keenan- canon. I mean, me too. I fucking hate the canon. <laughs> like, what um, are you good for? He's good for very, very, very little. He guest stars in Brooklyn Nine-Nine for, like, a, like maybe even half a season. And the entire time, I'm like, why are you here, Nick Cannon? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe he married Mariah Carey. No, I can't believe Mariah Carey married him. The thing is, I can believe it because, one, they're both awful. Uh, and, I mean, not like Mai Kai in terms of, like, singing ability and icon status. I mean, Mai Kai as, like, a person. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, I buy that. But I also just, like, I mean, the relationship didn't last very long, so I also buy that as well. Mm. Are they still together? That's true. No. But no, they no, have no, no. kids. Oh, wow. That's, that's fucked up. I know. <laughs> I don't like thinking of either of them as parents. Yeah, I don't like them thinking of them as parents together. Like, their genetic offspring <laughs> must 
I mean, I'm sure they're very pretty, but that's probably it. Um, yeah. So moving back to this episode. Um, so yeah, basically in the nick of time, which is how we got through all my <laughs> Right, right. In the nick canon of time and the nickelback of time. Let's go on. <laughs> canon of time. Um, <laughs> the fucking holograms burst through and they're like, yo, those bitches are fake. There's a Kimber on Kimber smackdown that happened. Yeah, yeah. Bitch snatches and- a weave. Yeah, Kimber just, like, straight up pulls off her, like, scalp. Um, which, I mean, I guess I guess her situation. move was, like, to pull her hair, though, too, which is also a vicious move. Mm-hmm. So Kimber and... basically reveals that, like, it's some, like, bitch with purple curly hair who's not Kimber in the slightest. Right, 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 right. And um, all the fakos run off. And I appreciate Pizzazz for being mad schemey, because she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, like, wait around here for a second, because at this point, Jem probably thinks she's home free, and, like, a bitch is going to reveal herself. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in this moment, I was like, does Shayna look good in her boob window dress? Yes. You're going to say, she yeah, okay. Like, I was conflicted. Was she, was this the, like, blue one-piece jumpsuit situation that was, like, really tight? And showed some cleave. Yeah, it wasn't quite a jumpsuit, because I'm pretty sure it's, it was a dress. Like, the legs were uh. attached and cut off. But there was, like, a like a panel open on the chest area for that cleave look. Yeah, I do think she looked good. I, I, yeah, I, I, I will agree. I was just questioning. I, I always have misgivings <laughs> about boob windows. I'm never sure how, to, how I feel about them. Blue windows? Boob windows. Oh, boob windows. <laughs> like, what are you? Talking about. Blue windows, you know, blue windows. <laughs> I'm never sure how I um, feel I about live, them. Yeah, blue abadia abadai. I live exactly, in a blue exactly. house with a blue window. Exactly. Um, I don't know how I feel about those blue windows, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no one um, does. <laughs> it's a philosophical question no one's ever able to answer, but let's go on. Yeah, boob windows, I feel like it has to be a very specific look and on, like, someone who it would flatter. Um but yeah, you're definitely right. Like, boob windows are not for everyone. Yeah, I just, I, I know them more as like kind of a trope in comic books where they'll like put a boob window on a woman's costume just to show cleave. And it's one of those, like, I, that's not like, I mean, okay, a boob window is never there for any other reason other than to show off cleave. But I guess in a super heroic context, I'm like, this literally so serves no purpose because you should be, you know, trying to protect the goods as opposed to revealing them. Yeah, I mean, like, but she's not in that situation, right? She's not a hero, and, like, they're definitely not trying to reveal her giant cans. No, it was, it was tasteful. It was tasteful <laughs> to a degree. I, I'm, I'm on board with them now. I'm on board with them. I needed a woman to say it was okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, especially since, like, Shayna gets so many bad, clownish, dowdy, frilly, ugly ass looks. Right. I like, think that's also what like to look sexy one. Yeah, that's what freaked me out. I was like, oh, Shayna doesn't look terrible. How do I feel about this? <laughs> yeah, that's such a such a feeling, such an experience that we don't really have very often. Yeah. Exactly, liking what exactly. she's wearing. Like, yeah, liking Shayna? Hmm? What? <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically, um, Jem is talking to the real holograms and she's like, why would someone go to all that trouble? Why would someone do that? 
and the holograms are like, well, someone else has been watching you. Um, and Aja in this moment does something quite badass by like pointing to the cameras and spray painting the lenses black. Yeah, it was so, a hot move. It was a hot move. Bitch just has yeah. like fucking spray paint cans on her person whenever. <laughs> and she like knows how to deal with a surveillance camera right off the gate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like definitely she shanked a bitch in an alley or something. Robbed oh, a bank. Yeah, yeah robbed a bank. <laughs> Broke into a, a high security prison, whatever. Yeah. Um, so basically, in this moment, we cut to Pizzazz and the Misfits back in whatever room they're watching them from. And Pizzazz is stomping around having a tantrum because, as she says, the greatest moment of her life is ruined. Oh. Um, which is so. <laughs> So sad. Very sad. Very sad. Believable, but so sad. Which, again, is why I'm like, this movie, or not movie, this episode, <laughs> um, kind the cinematic of. cinematic masterpiece. Masterpiece? The cinematic <laughs> borth. Um, borther piece, though. <laughs> Master borth? Basically, this episode um, is kind of a deep dive into the psychology of so many of these characters. Like, so many of these people are so sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, which is why I, I actually, I, I like this episode. It, it was pretty trippy and it was kind of fun. Um, but it's not over until the holograms kind of like make their way and they find Fresca slash Prescott in the closet. <laughs> And they let him out because uh, some bitch has, like, you know, wolf-like hearing because they're literally outside the building. <laughs> and I think Shayna is like, wait, do you hear something? And there's, like, no audio as part of the episode, but they, they find Prescott. And yeah. uh, he kind of gives him the lowdown of exactly what happens. And Jem gives him that usual stern but fair... <laughs> reaction that she's like well known for yeah i'm so over it so over i'm so over like, it. like i can't um, say that it's all right but i appreciate your honesty yeah it's like, it's like bitch, okay bitch fuck up. off like i would smack this motherfucker in the face and storm on out of there but <laughs> prescott tries to make good and is basically like look i'll sponsor your big concert which is apparently tomorrow night and I'll donate all of the money that's made to charity. Hashtag Asper fucking Spoojewel. Um, mm-hmm. Spoojewel? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Just just checking. <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah, thanks for clarifying. Uh, this is also the moment where I was like, yo, did, like, real Rhea say a thing in this episode? What did she say? No, 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 I, I'm asking, like, what did she say? Uh, nothing, I can't... but I did... I did like Rhea when it was the fake Rhea pulling off, putting on her Rhea mask. Dude, that like, was the best thing Rhea's done. For sure, seems The best thing Rhea did in this episode <laughs> was a fake bitch pulling off her own face. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, I, I just wanted to point that out because real Rhea did literally nothing. Uh, the superfluous hologram. <laughs> yeah, there was no need for her to be there. Zero percent. Uh, and the episode ends with the concert itself 
and they're singing I Believe in Happy Endings, another song we've heard before. Jen's wearing that boa constrictor again. Uh, oh God, which so ugly. Super ugly. Looks very <laughs> dangerous. I don't know why you'd wear a live snake on stage. Because uh, it's it's literally a wraparound or esophagus. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like a snake so much as it looks like some sort of poisonous eel. Or like some sort of like kelp. But I don't know. It's just gross. Yeah, it's it, it just looks gross. That's the thing. It just yeah, it looks like a uh not quite bulbous, but a <laughs> I just like a like a thick mask wrapped around your neck that it, it looks like she's gonna be like what like like choked at any moment or it's gonna suck the life out of her. I don't know. It's not it's not flattering in the slightest. It also gives her no neck. And also, she's wearing this horrible brown eyeshadow. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I said this during the glitter and gold episode. Like, is this how much gold you can afford? Like, there's <laughs> maybe like a sliver of it, but anyway. Oh, yeah, she's brown. But it's brown and like pea colored. Um, so, not into it. Yeah, yeah. The rest of it is also like pretty fucking bo- boring. It's like them at a concert, they're singing and shit. I believe in happy endings, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much that is the ep- end of the episode. Um, so who do we think is the baddest bitch? Baddest bitch of the episode. Uh, good quest. Good quest. Like no one really stood out to me. I mean, maybe Rhea, the fake Rhea. <laughs> oh, dude, fake Rhea for that funny face pull. <laughs> it was an iconic moment. It was an iconic moment. Or Kimber uh, for that wig pull. Dude, yeah. I want to give it to Kimber for the wig pull. She didn't know it was a wig. She was just pulling a bitch's hair. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um, everyone else in this episode could get fucked. Like, Yeah, I everyone really... else is pretty fucking meh. Like, to the extreme. For weakest, I wouldn't even give it to Prescott. Basically because he is just the victim of our heteronormative society. So I, won't, I don't impose it on him. He's a victim of circumstance. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> truly generous, but all right. Uh, but the true weakest, um, maybe pizzazz for that being the best moment of her life. But then that was some good scheming. It was great scheming. So sad. It's so sad, but uh, but it is good scheming. Like I, I, I can't not give her credit for the whole elaborate like setup here. That took some planning. Okay, what about, um, let's see, Jem for not realizing that it was a farce sooner? Yeah, I, I, a part of me resists that idea because she, like, you know, still didn't reveal herself, but also, like, a bitch should have, like, clocked that shit, like, from, like, two seconds in. Who the real Rhea for being a nothing character. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you might have for being- for being, for being like outshined like, by by the fake ass bitch, <laughs> some bitch who put her face on. 
No, yeah, you got it. Weakest bitch of the episode. Fucking Rhea for being literally useless. And the inferior Rhea. Yeah. In this episode, yeah, she wasn't even the best Rhea of the episode. One could yeah. argue, though, even though real Shayna wasn't the best Shayna of the episode, because fake Shayna was tight. Yeah, but, like, 10-pack-a-day, like, grizzled, <laughs> like, old, I don't know, bar wench type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, baddest bitch of the episode goes to our girl Kimber for like snatching some bitch's hair off. <laughs> Weakest bitch of the episode goes to not our girl Rhea for being useless altogether. Uh, Borth, yeah. you, you survived this one. Didn't get, <laughs> didn't get any shame. Well, I mean, we called you Borth a bunch, so that's, there's that. <laughs> yeah, we used Borth's team bungle five times yeah but that's just i mean it's fun to say it's our catchphrase at this point yeah and it's her legacy exactly exactly (laughs) exactly and borth is just a nickname it's a what if okay when she has a baby is it a borth birth birth borth uh (laughs) and if it's like if it's premature and they have to deliver as a forced borth birth What if it's her fourth child? So it's her Ooh, fourth, it's fourth, her fourth, 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 fourth birth. birth. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. And she has like a bunch of kids, so all the all the doctors refer to her as a birther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's popping out another birther. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Maybe she would have her own show called for Borther or for Worst. Ooh. Or for Better or for Borther. <laughs> or for Richer or for Borth. <laughs> for Richer or for Borther. Yeah, Borth. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, we'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Beauty and the Borth. <laughs> oh, the shade. The shade of it all. <laughs> Uh, we love you, Bortha. We love you, Bortha. Yeah. We... <laughs> anyway, with all that said and done, uh, that's another episode of our podcast, Gem Girls. Um, if you enjoyed it, and you definitely did, like, Obvious. come on, come on. Um... How many how many Borths did we lay up on there? <laughs> all up in your Borth. Anyway, so visit us on social media. We're at Gem Girls Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out our website, gemgirls.com. Uh, not .net, not .biz, although I wish we had .biz. Yeah, or .edu. That'd be a hot one. Too. <laughs> that seems appropriate. <laughs> I think so, too. Uh, also, while you're on the information superhighway, uh, and wherever you find podcasts, be sure to rate us and review us. Probably if your name is Beth Bornstein, you can just like skip that part. Like <laughs> we're going to give you a hot passport, but anybody else give us a, give us a review, rate us. It helps people find out about, um, whatever the fuck we're doing here. Uh, <laughs> um, and do we want people to find out is always. That's all. Yeah. Question. It's my internal conflict. It keeps me up at night. <laughs> Um, but please do regardless. Oh, I don't know. Not regardless. Always give us a five star review because like we don't take anything else. 
Uh, it's really, it's yeah, like, we, it's a policy. It's a policy. It's like, you deserve you know, more stars, if anything. Yeah, I would give us seven stars. Uh, 69 stars, actually, would probably be the, my perfect <laughs> choice. Stars. But it only goes up to yeah. five on these uh, Apple <laughs> podcasts and their platforms and the like. Uh, and with that, I think the only thing left to say is... Until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous.